Blog Talk Radio. Radio show on blogtalkradio.com, starring me, Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic. Um, I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. So feel free to call in and let's start talking to your animals. Um, I dedicate this show to teaching humans and animals how to understand each other better. So feel free to ask questions on how to do that um, if you're confused. Um, I'd be more than happy to share with you all I know about talking with the animals. You can log on to my website on thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. You can see my videos there. You can go on to my blog. Um, You can see a bunch of articles that I've written. You can order a private session uh, that I can do on the phone all over the world. Uh, And you can find tips and sign up for my newsletter. To call into this show, you can call in at 917-889-2693. Again, that's 917-889-2693. The chat room is open. My co-host, Ai Kusahara, is not here today. She's in New York with her band. So I will not be in the chat room, but feel free to chat with one another in there and um, talk about the show, talk about your animals, uh, post your post links. You On there also is links to our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash pet psychic radio i watch that page during the show so feel free to post your animal's picture and when you call in i can go on and look at your animal's picture while i'm talking to them i don't need the picture but i love to see who i'm talking to and um, also make sure that you share that page and like it so when you go on make sure you press like Want lots of likes. Okay, so we've got Deanna and Kendra on the line screening calls. Thank you, ladies. And uh, we are just going to go right to it and talk to some animals. So um, I am going to take Lakin. So Lakin, you are on the air. I think you're on the air. Now Hello. you're on the air. Hi, Lakin. Hi, Laura. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. So tell me here, I see that you have a terrier cattle cross named Luna, and she's a year and a half years old, right? She's a ter- you think she's a terrier cattle dog mix. Um, she's about a, Yeah, she was about a, probably a year and four months. Um, we just got her six months ago. And she's just, we're not too sure what her personality is like. We don't, we, we know she loves food above, um, above all else. So we're just not sure if she's connecting with us. And then when we take her out for walks, she's just out of control and she goes after everything, everyone. She's not, she's pretty calm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Laura. No. So you said that she's going after everything and everyone. Is that like aggressive or she wants to play or? I think it's more so she wants to play, but we're we just we don't know how to calm her down. I guess it's the, I guess it's the terrier in her. She's just very. A lot of people think she's a Jack Russell. She has you know the wiry hair in the front, um, but she looks but she looks like a Jack Russell a little bit. Okay, um, and so one of the things that too I want to make note of something that you said is that you said that you want to make sure that she's connecting with you, and mm-hmm. so do you feel like she's not connecting with you? I would classify her more as an independent dog, maybe even somewhat aloof. But I mean, she's very playful, and she just has a lot. She's very high energy, but you know, she's more so. We're just confused by her personality. Yeah. Okay. 
So, I mean, sometimes the cattle dogs can be like that. That is their personality. They're a little bit more aloof. You know, mm-hmm. German Shepherds can be like that, too. And the Jack Russells or the Terriers, you know, they can just be spazzes. So, right. But we want her to be connecting with you a little bit more so that you can train her better, right? And and right. Um, figure out what's going on. So let's ask her, and I'm going to tell her that, too. I'm going to tell her that it's really important that she pays closer attention to you because both those mixes once you have it once you have that connection you got it and like they look for you for guidance and so that's really what we want especially from both those breeds we want her looking to you for guidance so um okay let's get her and her name is luna and you said that she has two dark patches around her eyes and she's her hair is white and Silvery black with spots, is that right? Right, exactly, yeah, with a little bit of golden patches around her face. And she has, like, the wiry-haired face. Okay, let's get her. Laken. Laken, are you listening? I am listening. I like my people a lot. One thing I don't understand is rambling pulling me. And what's that, Like, and What do you mean? Well, when they we're walking up, her, when we're walking her outside, ahead. she just always wants to stop everywhere. And so we're just like, no, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's rambling pulling me. Okay, so that actually says a lot, okay? Because what she's saying is what, when you're talking to her, you're not being clear. So um, what you want to do is give that a command. When, she, when you want her to, like, leave something, you want to say, leave it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Do you understand, like, in is that you can't sniff everything. You need to keep moving with your people. The other thing is when I jump, I don't know how high. How high should I jump? What is she talking about? You know? I think she's always jumping, jumping at people, jumping at us. And, you know, obviously they say that's a sign of dominance. But, I mean, I don't necessarily think she's displaying dominance. I just think she's being her young she's teenage yeah, she's self. Got she's got tons of energy. So what's interesting, though, she says how high. So we actually want all fours on the ground. I wonder if you should teach her to jump over things. So mm-hmm. that she has an outlet to jump. Like mm-hmm. you could teach you could teach her agility. That would be have you guys done basic obedience? Basic commands, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it took her a while to it took her a long time to learn sit. And I mean mm. she, she basically has selective hearing. Okay. I mean she'll do anything for food. She knows every command once we have food in front of her, but you know, it's okay. hard um doing things outside and then yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things with food, and I think this is important for all people to to know, is that yes, food can be definitely be a motivator, and it can be one of the because it has like a strong smell to it, and it can be very helpful like around distractions. But one of the things that's also different about people when they're handling their dogs when they have food in their hand is that they're more conscious of what they're doing with their hands because often it's like a lure behavior. We lure them into sit. We lure them into down. We lure them to our side or into a heel. What can happen is when we don't have that food, our body gets a little bit more messy and we forget to use our body language. Body mm-hmm. language is the number one form of communication with animals. That's how they communicate with one another. That's how they're looking to us for communication. It goes body language, then it goes um, from body language, then it goes to telepathy, and then voice commands. So what's really important, especially around distractions, is we have to talk their language. We have to pay attention to our body language, number one. Then, and be really clear about what we're saying to them in our minds. Like, for instance, when she's, like, running up to somebody and she wants to jump on somebody, you have to be really conscious in your head that you're thinking to her, Lakin, all fours on the ground. Lakin, off. If you start thinking, oh, my gosh, Lakin is going to be jumping on that person, Lakin's going to be jumping on that person. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep it really strong in your head what you want. 
So, Lake and Honey, when you put all fours on the ground when you meet people, it's really, really important. If you want to jump up when you meet people, you can jump up, but you cannot touch them when you're jumping up. Oh, her name's Luna. Sorry, Laura. Oh, Luna. Oh, sorry, sorry. That was my fault. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. No. Hold on. So, Luna, did you hear? She says, yeah, I heard. <laughs> One of the things also, well, sometimes when I eat, I get a stomach ache. Do you think I eat too much? Or do you think I eat too fast? She does eat you know, it. We try to weigh her a lot so that she doesn't, you know, so that she stays in her range. But my sister's like, no, stop weighing her. She's going to internalize it. She's going to, you know. <laughs> um, Luna, so do you feel like she's getting fat? Gosh, she sounds like she has so much energy. I don't think you'd have to worry about her getting fat, right? Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Um, I mean, you know, we we try to whenever we have our own food that she can eat, we uh-huh. try to share it with her. So maybe that's, you know, obviously that can become a bit. Yeah, too when much. you share it with her, make sure that you ask her to sit or ask her to do something for it. Yeah, okay. But I'm okay. wondering why she's having a stomach ache. Luna, honey, what's giving you a stomach ache? The food that's a little greasier. Are you giving her like a treat that's kind of greasy? I mean, I mean, sometimes you know we'll have fries. From like oh, five maybe. guys, we'll give her like a couple of those, or you know, if we have a burger, we'll give her like a little bit of it and stuff like that. Or I oh, we give her ground turkey. Ground turkey might be the. We also give her ground turkey with her um her, with her hard food. No, I think that would be okay. I think it's probably the fries. I even think the hamburger would be fine. I think it's the fries. Gotcha. So maybe um maybe like. Be more conservative with how many fries you give her. (laughs) Oh, Laura, what does she think of our mom? She's super nice. (laughs) I think she knows too much. I think she knows too much about everybody. Mm -hmm. And she has really strong opinions. And when she has really strong opinions, I wonder if they all understand that it's coming from love. Oh, my God. Mm. Does, does your mom have strong opinions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so super She's cute. a Taurus, so she's very stubborn, has a lot of opinions, is very aggressive, but, you know, that- she has a big heart, so... That is so funny. So you know what? You know Luna is connected to you guys. She's definitely got it going on. One of the things I think that would help you with with Luna is starting to pay attention more to your language and what you're saying and try to bring, like, training into everyday life. I think you should take her to a class. Gotcha. Okay. Take her to to a dog training class and one Mm -hmm. that's all humane, all positive, or, like, even agility class. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, Laura. And then one more, I have one more thing. Is, uh, where I'm a twin, so she, can she differentiate between us? Oh, yeah, I'm sure that she can, but let me ask her. I'll ask her. Luna, honey, do you know the difference between your 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 two moms, right? Are you two moms? You know what? Of course I do. One of them has a sassy tongue. And one of them has a calm demeanor. But they both are really lovely to me. Is that true? <laughs> one of them has a what? One of them, what was the first a, thing you said? One of them has a sassy tongue, meaning like they're a little bit more, one of you are a little bit more like, uh, like uh, quick-witted maybe. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we we're de- we definitely have different personalities. So one of us is the calmer. I guess I would say I'm more serious, maybe more calm. And then my sister's kind of like ah, kind of wild yeah. and more outgoing. Yeah, that's 
That's the sassy one, probably. <laughs> That's cute. But anyway, thank you so much, Laura. This was amazing. Uh, you're welcome, Lakin. Call us back Good and let night. us know how Luna's doing. I will. Thank you so much, Laura. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. She's funny, that Luna. She definitely knew what was going on. Okay, so now we are going to go to Mark. Oops. Mark, you are on the air. Oh, good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of in a troubling sort of situation. I have uh, a cat. Her name is Carmela. She's 14 years old. I, have, I adopted her. She was a rescue with her brother, who I, who I have in the room here. Um, she's sick. Um, she has um, 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 uh, kidney disease, chronic kidney disease, and she has um, she has um, um, she also has um, um, tumors uh, that have developed around her mammary glands and. That her um, and that you know she's been I've been giving her IVs every day or every other day for a, a few months now and she seems okay but she's disappeared in the house and uh, is not responding to my calls or anything I've looked everywhere in the house so the last time I saw her was uh, yesterday morning um, and. Uh, and she um, isn't anywhere to be found, and oh. uh, and and uh, I don't know. I know that she's not feeling well, but I can't seem to find her, and uh, and um, and I worry that you know she needs some treatment, or I can help her uh, unless I unless she's uh, passed, and I don't know. If I know. So, Mark, unfortunately, I don't do lost animals, and she's sort of considered a lost animal because she's so sick, we don't really know if she's passed or not. Right. So, um, I want to refer you to someone else. Okay. Just because what can happen sometimes is when an animal is passed is that they can tell you where they want to be rather than where they are. Right. And um, and I don't always trust myself in being able to know the difference between whether they are gone if, or mm-hmm. if they are still alive and just not feeling well somewhere. Right. So um, I want to give you two people. One okay. is Lor- Lori Spagna, and um, you spell her name L O R I. S-P-A-G-N-A. And she has the website, lorispagna.com. And okay. the, other one is, the other one is Hillary Renaissance. And both of them you can find online. I don't have their contact with me right with me okay. on the air. But, but you can contact them. And one of the things that we could do right now, though, is just put it out to Carmela that um, yeah. that... that you are very, very concerned about her, and that if right. she is, if she is alive, that it's important that she makes her way out so that you can find her, so that you right. can take care of her, and mm-hmm. that's very, very important. So, and you can think of her like that too, and just sit peacefully. And I'm going to send it out to her too. And okay, I, I have her brother here. Okay. If that makes any difference, you know. Good. He, Read him at all Good. and see what. And and what's what? What? Hello. Hello. Mark, Hello? what is what? Can you hear me, Mark? Yes, Uh-oh. I can hear you now. Mark, can you? Yes, Mark, I what can is hear his you name? Now. Okay, can you hear what me? is your other? I can, but you can't hear me. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you fine. Um, what is his name? Okay, and what does Tony look like? He's a tabby. Um, he's um, he's got uh, 
you know, brown and black stripes and gray. He's got a white chest. He's got uh, one white paw, and uh, actually all his paws are white. Okay, uh, let me get get Tony and tell him that he's got to lead you to Carmella, okay? Hold on. I have him on my lap right now. Oh, good. Okay, let me get him. Tony, honey, are you? What about what's going on with your sister? Can you lead your dad to find your? She doesn't feel well. She just can't move. She's in that corner where there's bedding. I don't know if there maybe laundry. Could she be in like the closet? Looks like she's on top of something. Okay. She's in the dark corner. And she doesn't feel well. And I tell her, Carmela, you need to come out. But she doesn't want to. And, Dad, I have to warn you. There are all these spirit cats around. And they're calling her. And they're saying she should go with them. And there's also a young man. And he says he'll take care of her for dad. And I want my dad to know that when she goes to heaven, I'm going to be okay. I mean, we have to be. Aww. And I also want to tell my dad that you shouldn't be afraid for her. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid for her. He says she's not really in pain. She's just drifting in and out. Yeah. And it's possible that she has passed and that he just sees her still sort of staying around waiting for you to find find her. Um, so do you know who that young man is? And that no, young man I have it no could, idea. It could be some like a friend of yours or um or somebody who had maybe passed away a long time ago that maybe Carmela never knew. Um, it could all it could also be someone Carmela maybe knew in a past life, but more often than not, it's somebody who's connected to us. Hmm. Um, and well, Carmela did lost anybody. Any? Uh, I, didn't, mm-hmm. I haven't known any young men that have passed away. That have passed you know. away. Yeah, no, I wonder. I mean, a long, is... long, long time ago, but you know, uh, if it could not... be if it could be somebody that passed away a long, long, long time ago. Sometimes parents that people have never met will come to their for their animals. Um, so mm-hmm. it could have been a friend or a brother, or, you know, somebody that you knew a really long time ago that that you haven't even thought about in years. Right. Um, and usually, what happens is when when someone like that comes up, it's usually that person is also wanting you to know that they're still around you and that they're still watching over you. So whoever mm-hmm. that person was who you knew wants you to know that they're still around uh-huh. and that they'll they'll help Carmela. Who was uh-huh. that you could? Who was that that it was long ago? Oh. Um. Oh. Oh. Died when he was twenty four. Oh, who was it that died when he when he was twenty four? Did you say a friend or? A... What? What? Who was it? Did you say? Yeah, I had a first cousin who died when uh when he was twenty four. Like it would be him. Oh, um, I don't. You know. I'm sure it's him. I'm sure. I'm sure it's him. I'm sure it's him. Yes. I'm sure. So you'll have to let us know what happens, Mark. Can you call us back and let us know? I will, for sure. Thank you very much. Our prayers are with you. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, Mark, be well. So sad for him. (laughs) Oh, it's so 
sad for Mark. Um, okay, so now we are going to go to Melissa. Melissa, you are on the air. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. So, Melissa, tell me, you have a dog named King, and yes. um, and so is he alive or has he passed away? Can you tell me a little well, bit about? Yeah, I had this dog when I was, like, very young as a small child, and um, I believe, I don't even remember my age. I think it was maybe, like, 17 I had to give him up, and I had to give him to the pound, and I was very sad about that, but I had no other choice, and... Um, I, I gave I gave another dog. I had two dogs. Um, more, con, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about every dog, obviously, but this one was like my bestest, bestest friend because I've had him so long. And I remember when I gave him to the pound, I was trying to talk to him when he was behind the gate and tell him that this is not something that I wanted to do and that I was very sorry and that I loved him very much. And I just, I could tell the way he was looking at me. He was like, sort of like crying and stuff, like, why are you leaving me here? And I couldn't really explain to him, but to say, I have no other choice and I'm so sorry. And um, I've always thought about him and always wondered if he was all right. And it's just really hitting me now, like, more than ever. Like, I, I'm just always crying and always wondering if he's all right oh. or if he was mad and at how, me. or. And how long has it been? How long has it been? Um, well, now I'm 37, so this was like when I was like 17. Oh, you know what's yeah. going to be really? It's going to be really interesting to talk to him because it's you know it's interesting that you've been thinking about him a lot lately, and like you said, you've been crying. It's yeah. possible that he's been trying to get a hold of you and tell you something, and so you've been picking up on his energy. And yeah. so, like, oftentimes when we pick up on their energy, it feels so real that yeah. we're reminded of them. And we kind of think of it as, like, a sense of longing, but really he's, like, visiting you. Um, but let's ask, let's ask him. Um, okay. okay. Let's get him. King. And he was, like, a terrier, poodle, black, yeah. and a white stripe on his chest. Okay, about yeah. approximately 20 pounds. Okay, let's get him. Yeah, I'm a rounder. I want her to know something. I didn't die. I mean, I died. But I didn't die right away. I found a family who loved me. And the man was really kind. He didn't scream at all. And I thought of you all the time. Every time I went for a walk and sat under a tree, I thought of you. Did you used to do that with him, sit under a tree? Always around a tree, always walking with him, playing oh, with him. Yeah. That's so cute. Mom, I had a really happy life. And when you were there... When you dropped me off at the pound, there was an old spirit lady who said, I'll take care of her. Do you think it could have been like a grandparent of yours? Did you, at the time, did you have a grandma in heaven? Yeah, I had a grandmother. She wasn't really my grandmother, but I called her my grandmother because I was so close to her and we would sing songs and stuff, and oh. we got very close. So she was like my grandmother, yeah. Oh, and she had been passed when you brought him to the pound? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, so she was there. She was making sure he found a good home for you. Oh, that is so wonderful. cool. Yeah, that is so cool. That, when you looked through the bars, I see her both with you and him. So it's like okay. she, was, she was there. But let me see what else. I want to come back to her. I want to come back. Is she ready? I wish, I wish she was with me. Do you have the, are you able to have a dog in your life? If I found him, I will take him. I will take him. Okay, I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> I'll find you, Ethan. Oh my I'll God. find you. There's something about, like, his chin, like the scruff under his chin. I can't tell exactly what it is, 
but he said he'll have something similar to that, to what he had in his past. Do you remember? Yeah, it, what? it's like the white stripe. He had like the white little fuzzies under his chin. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. what he'll saying. He's saying he'll have that in his next life. And so oh. when, they, when they come back to you, you're like mm-hmm. magnets. So you don't have to go like out searching for him, but sort of just mm-hmm. pay attention when you start thinking, like if your grandma pops into your head or he pops mm-hmm. into your head, and just sort of let yourself, if they kind of tell you to look online or go into the shelter, mm-hmm. you might all of a sudden have this feeling of, oh, I got to look on the internet or, oh, I should, I should go into the shelter and, and, um, and you'll just be drawn to each other. You'll be like magnets. Then you'll have to let us know if Kim King comes back to you. So he's obviously passed, but is he happy where he is? Yeah, I get that he's happy. I get that he was happy when he when he was alive. And are you happy where you are, King? Of course, I'm happy. It's heaven. (laughs) I've always had a fun time. I've always been a happy dog. So he's saying that he was fun-loving all throughout him. his life. And he's like that in heaven, too. That's so cool. And I, I want him to know that I really loved him, and I really didn't want to leave him there. I know that, he said. I always knew that. I always knew what you were saying. So he's saying he understood, and even then he understood which would be such a hard, hard thing to do. I can't even imagine being having to do that. I can imagine uh-huh. how that would carry with you for so long. But thank yeah. gosh that he was protected by your grandma and that he found a good home. I'm so, so happy to hear that. Yeah. It makes well, me feel let, so much better. Oh, good, Melissa. Well, let us know if you find him again. And we want to see pictures of him with a little scruff under his chin. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. (laughs) All right, Melissa. Be well. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. So glad that that happened and that he wasn't, didn't have a bad fate. I was a little worried. (laughs) Um, Okay. So now we are going to Dinez. I hope I pronounced that correctly. You are on the air. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi there. I'm good. Is it Dinez? Is that right? It's it's Dinez with a B. Oh, with a B. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. So you have a golden named Stella Blue. And I, I, she... Yes, I had. And she passed away? Yes. Oh, I see her picture on Facebook. Oh, God. She's so cute. Yes, she was darling. Um, and she died of a rattlesnake bike bite about a year ago. And yeah. you wanna know how she you wanna know how she's doing? Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Were I you wanna a- know how she's doing. Were you able to get her to the hospital? Yes, we got her to the hospital, um, within about ten or fifteen minutes. She she was bit in our backyard. And um I just let her out to go to the bathroom real quick and and it was that quick. And uh, she was at the emergency vet for eight hours and had uh, about three vials of antivenin. And they they said that there was that it wasn't doing anything and that there was nothing they could um, do. So I ended up having to put her down after about eight hours. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh, I know. Obviously, I'm still a little tore up about it. I miss her very much. Oh, she was. I we only had her for about two years, so it was, and she was young, so it was just it was really, it was mm. really hard. Okay, let's get Stella and see what she has to say. So beautiful. Okay. You can say that there's no rattlesnakes in heaven. <laughs> I can run freely and pee freely. And there's no snakes. Okay. Maybe not in maybe not in her heaven, but in some heavens yeah. they're arriving. <laughs> um, and like also, I gotta tell you something else. Heaven is super cool. And when people who loved you cried, you can jump up on the bed. 
and you can nuzzle your nose up against them, and you can lie on them, and you can say, it's not so bad here in heaven. You'd like it. There's lots of things to do, and you could be crafty. So, okay, so tell me this. Did she used to sleep on your bed? Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. She didn't actually like it very much, which was funny. So I think she would get uncomfortable and she would end up jumping off. Oh, that's interesting. So what she's saying is that in heaven that she's gotten comfortable about jumping on the bed. And and so if you ever are lying in bed and you ever, like, think of her, that could be her visiting you. Because I think that's the time where she comes to you. Um, and let you she know visited that visited me. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I think she and visited then, me a couple of times in my dreams and stuff. And and the dog that we had um, when we had her just recently uh, passed away as well. So I'm wondering oh, if they uh, yeah if they found you know, each other. Yeah. One of the other interesting things is how she said how she could come and she could put herself her her put herself on you while you're sleeping. And then you said mm-hmm. that she's come to you in dreams. It's really hard for them to come in a dream. It, they have to, like, come into your unconscious, wipe your unconscious clean, or take in a, mm-hmm. a dream that you have and put herself in it and make it make sense. So that's what she was saying by saying she could jump up on your bed, she could come into your dreams, which is really, really neat. She also said, yeah. I just was curious yeah. about this, about how she said you can be crafty in heaven. Are you crafty? Uh, not really. <laughs> no, not I she, yeah, I, I wonder why she said that too. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, is there somebody else in your family who's crafty? Do there somebody knit maybe? Um, no, not that I can think of. Not so one of the head. things to think about My when mom, they I say that a little bit. Yeah. Oh, is your mom crafty? Because um, because maybe what she's also saying is like sometimes you have to read into it a little bit, like. Because it came so fast, like, you can be crafty in heaven, too. So you think, like, okay, she's probably sending a message to somebody. And so, like, if your mom is crafty, like, did your mom get craftiness from somebody else? Like, and somebody else in heaven want her to know that when she, that they're being crafty in heaven and that your mom could be crafty in heaven, too. So it might be somebody on the other side trying to get into this little piece, okay. a little window to Tell your yeah, mom something about it. So just, mm-hmm. And that, okay. talk to your mom about it. Ask your mom. Um, okay. Okay. And so who's the other dog that passed away? What's his name and what does he look like? Um, the other dog is Kobe and he was a uh, um, Shiba Inu. So he's a little oh. red, little fox looking guy. Yeah. yeah. And he just passed in July. Oh, okay. So have you seen Kobe, Stella? Have you seen him? Yeah, I have seen him. Kobe, honey, what do you want to say? I want to say there's a lot of laughter here. And your paws are really flexible. Like my paws are really flexible. And my hind end can wiggle again. Did he have arthritis? Um, We think he did, yeah. He had a little bit of arthritis and he had... um, he had dementia, and he was he was like incontinent at the end, and oh. um, had a couple seizures. So he had a lot of stuff going oh, on at the yeah. life. He's saying his body is really flexible, and it looks like his wrists and his back legs too. So they they are out of pain. So oh, good. And, and I'm really wise, he says. Yeah, and I is. can tell you something. You don't need to be fooled by dementia. It doesn't take your wisdom away. It just makes you live in a different world. But my world was always smart. Even when I had dementia, I was smart. Is that true? Yes. He was like a wise old man. <laughs> That's so he funny. He was. Oh, how cute. Oh, I'm glad they're together. I'm glad they're together, too. I'm glad to hear that they're both okay. I miss them both very, very much. Oh, that is so hard to lose. Um, It's so hard. It's so cool that you can pick her up in a dream, though. That is awesome. 
I think he visited me recently in my dreams, too, and I was waiting for him to come visit me, and he finally did. So. Oh, my God, that's so cool. And that might be something really re- uh, unique to you, too, that you can pick things up in dreams. So I'd really pay attention to your dreams about all sorts of things, not just about the animals, but, like, if you get a message in the dream or because it sounds okay. like it's, it's a way for – spirit or the other side to give you guidance and to let you know Uh everybody's okay it's not an easy thing to happen and not a lot of people are aware of it so i would pay attention to dreams yeah that's neat i will thank you so much uh you're welcome tell them both that i love them and i miss them very much too so you can tell them too okay okay Okay. bye-bye well, that's one of the things um, that everybody should know is that you don't necessarily need me to tell your animals that are here or away or deceased um, things. I mean, it's always nice to use someone like me, but but they can understand you as long as you are really clear in what you're saying. So as long as you are clear in the way you picture things in your mind, so the animals pick up the images in our minds and the feelings in our body. And so when we're talking to them, we just want to really imagine everything that we're saying, create a clear picture, and then also create the correct feeling. You want to try and stay away from negatives like don't worry, because when we say things like don't worry, then we actually feel the worry in our body, and we actually make a mental image of picturing the worry. Now, a lot of people say to me, oh my gosh, I can't picture things. I'm not visual. I I have a hard time visualizing. Don't worry so much if you're not a visual person. Don't worry so much about that. Just make sure then that your words are really clear and that you stick to using the positive and you stick to you saying one thing at a time. So, for instance, let's say you're telling your dog to keep all fours on the ground, like that little Luna we were talking to earlier. We want to say, keep all fours on the ground, stay off, and then actually... You don't need to actually picture it, but actually be clear with your wording. And then make sure that your mind doesn't think to yourself right after you say that, oh, my gosh, she's going to keep jumping. Because then then your dog is going to pick that up as well. So all fours on the ground and then take a breath and really, really keep your mind focused on that image or in, on that saying, that, what you want her to do. You can also say mantras too, like, or positive affirmations, like Luna keeps all fours on the ground when she greets people. <laughs> and you can just say that to yourself over and over and over again, and Luna will pick that up as well, or your dog will pick that up as well. Okay, so and now we are going to uh, Helen. You know it's Halloween, so happy Halloween, everybody. And it seems like we're talking to a lot of animals that are deceased today, so that's the universe. Um, bringing in the deceased for Halloween. Okay, Helen, you are on the air. Happy Halloween, Hel- and also thank you, Laura, for what you do for all animals and people and just individually and cosmically. Really, it's a fantastic service. You're welcome. Thank you. So tell me, what's going on? So you lost Lieutenant, is that right? Yes, dear Lieutenant passed a year and a week ago. Last Friday I had Lieutenant Honor Day, and I just felt so connected to him again. Um, And I did have a couple questions about his passing and just wanted also for him to have a chance to say what he'd like. Um, Before he passed, he was a rescue, and he came from a very fairly abusive home on Can you tell me what it is? Sorry, I had about. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you, yeah, just tell me what he looks like first. I like to know what he looks like so I can pick him up. Yes. I I sent him a picture on your Gmail. He was a regular gray tabby, but he had a very kind of a careworn face, and he had a black mole on his nose. Mm. Okay. 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 And about four I'd say a few months before he died. Uh he died a little bit suddenly. We'd had him about four years, but I my previous cat I'd had for twenty years and I, I just I didn't know how old he was, but I thought he was a anywhere from nine to twelve. I still expected him to live for years and he was gone after about four or five years. But 
a few months before he died, I was trying to get his ears really cleaned up, and I made a mistake. And I also think this is helpful to share with listeners. I used um, citron oil, just a few drops with a Q-tip, to try to clean his ears. I found out later, well, he got sick within about a day. He threw up. And he was sort of dopey for like a day, and it was hard for him to drink. But he did eventually drink water, and he came back. He was always a little bit sort of like an old man at this point anyway. But he did come back, and he was eating before he finally then a few months later really stopped eating. But I found out that cats specifically cannot tolerate in any form any volatile oils. So people make a mistake, and they might put a few drops of lavender oil in their um, litter, or they might use an oil like I did uh, as a health thing, and absolutely their involvement because they're carnivores and they don't have certain enzymes, they literally, it can literally poison their liver. So never use oh. any peppermint oil or yeah. lavender anywhere near a cat. Not oh. on their fur, yeah. like to make them smell good or something. That's good to know. You know, I spoke to um, a friend today that had was told by a veterinarian to put, um, it's not oil necessarily, but it was suntan lotion on their cat's ears. And um, and she got really sick, and she went into kidney failure. She actually lived, but they were told, too, with yeah. suntan lotion, that that um, acts as like an aspirin or something to cats when they lick it, and then that can make them really, really sick, too. Yeah. So a lot of us well, are Well, like, I would be really, really careful yeah. because it's not just a little sick. Like, they get it really messes up their, uh, you know, ability. Yeah. It might be kidney and liver. That's and it good can weaken to know. an old cat, which I've, I always felt now I feel so guilty, and I wondered if I was, like, oh. the beginning of the end for him. And I wanted mm-hmm. to tell me the truth, because <laughs> if I made a mistake, okay. I know it. But, yeah, and I just want to know how he is. Okay, let's get him. Let's get Lieutenant. No, she didn't kill me. It was an unfortunate incident. I mean, I got sick. But she didn't kill me. I had something else going on. And I just wasn't right inside. But I want her to know something. I had an extremely peaceful passing. And I felt really surrounded in love. And in my life with her... It healed an old wound. It healed an old wound from a past life. I really learned love, and I learned care, and I learned attention to detail, meaning he's saying that you were really conscientious of everything that you did with him and the way you interacted with him and his care, and that was something that he didn't have in a life before. And I needed to learn to die in love. And that shot me to a new universe. I'm in like an awesome universe. It has twinkly stars. An energy that moves really fast. And I'm like where creation is. I'm like where thoughts are. I know what he's saying. You know, some of them talk about like, oh, I'm like hanging out up on a tree or like I'm hanging out in somebody's yeah. home. But for him, he's like shot to a new universe. And so he's in a place where he says like creation is born or thoughts are born or where like things move really fast or um, it looks like how I would envision like like another galaxy would look with like star- like shooting stars and um, it looks like uh, very energetic and very um, like when I think about it, when it touches me inside, I feel like excited, you know, like that feeling of like, like for me, it's like Christmas morning. Yeah. It's a really beautiful feeling. Um, and I just want I, you to I know. That, yeah. He's saying, he's saying also, which I think might have, we might've heard once before too on the show that he's on a place that can help you manifest things. So, like, if you want something manifested in your life, you can talk to him and he can help you manifest that. Wow. That's really, yeah. What were you going to say? I mean, what a what a beautiful gift. Yes, yes, it is. It is. 
So, Helen, I have I to move to, on because I want contact, I, Go ahead. Is he in what contact with Sinks? And who is that? Sinks was my cat of 20 years. And I thought they knew each other for some reason. I know of him here, but, like, we don't really hang out. But we don't really hang out. We're in different places. Tell him that I'm going to let him go now. I've been feeling guilty, and I feel like I draw him back down, and I'm going to let be able to have peace and to let him. I could be in contact, but I, I feel like I pull him, drag him down sometimes. No, you don't right drag here. him down, and it might just be your feeling of being, like, feeling remorseful. But you don't, when we think yeah. of them when, when they've passed, we don't really hold them back. And especially with the, with the place where he's talking about, I don't really think you can hold him back because he seems like he's moving so fast and, like, he's so robust. <laughs> um, but maybe, like, it's just your feeling about it. Your guilt is what you get the sense of being held down because your guilt, that feeling okay. is very um, weight, you know, has a lot of weight to it. So, but think of him more in, to help you sort of manifest things in your life, and he can help you in those ways. Yeah. Tell him thank, thank you. Thank you, and, and I'm, I have a new picture of him. It helps a lot. Great, oh, great. It helps a lot. Okay, Helen. Happy Halloween, and and take care. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to take one more caller, and we're going to... Bonnie, I can find you, Bonnie. Let me see. Give me one second. All right. There you are, Bonnie. You're on the air. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. So tell me, um, you have little Calisbell, right? Who's a right. goat. And uh-huh. what happened? He passed away? Uh, yeah, we had to put him to sleep on October 12th, um, and I was just wondering if he's okay, and if he can kind of tell you <laughs> kind of what happened to him. Okay. What was his injury? What, what, ha- what, what do you know? Um, well, <clears throat> um, his stomach, his whole underneath his stomach was sticking out, and he was bleeding, so I know an animal injured him. But oh, I my God. Yeah, I wanted to know, and I don't want to know, but did he suffer? Because I think it was a bear, and I just kind of... Oh, my gosh! Was he protecting everybody else, or... And was he passed passed away already when you found him, or did you have to help him go? We had to euthanize him, yeah. Because he was too... we We couldn't save him. Yeah, we couldn't oh. say it. Okay, so I hear all your other goats in the background. <laughs> yeah, so I'm up here now because the little one's screaming. I can hear them. <laughs> so I'm going to put it out that we're going to talk to him, and I'm going to tell all the other goats to listen, okay, so that they can be connected to him too because they probably okay. saw what happened, and it was probably really scary for them. So right. we're going to have them listen too. Okay, Callis Bell. Are you listening? What happened to you? Yeah, I did not die in a good way. I was protecting everybody. And I said, I'm going to help you all be safe. And everybody got behind me. What was it, Kalispell? Was it a bear? No, it wasn't a bear. It was smaller than that, but it was faster, and he stalked us first, and then he came at me, and then when he got me, all the other animals got mad. Oh, my gosh. Could it be like a... It looks like a young mountain lion. Really? Could it be a... Yeah, because it looks like, does he, it doesn't look like a bear. It looks like um, some cat-like, very cat-like. And it looks, um, it looks like a young mountain lion, but I'm surprised that his mom was not close because I know that they travel together for a long time. Okay. 
What do you think? Could it be a mountain lion? Do you have mountain lions in your area? Well, the state's saying we don't, but I've heard we do. They're, they're letting oh. on that we don't have them because we live in New Jersey. But the only thing that bothers me is that we did find, um, like, claw marks and also scat that was in the um, his pen part. And they attacked, like, three other goats. They didn't kill them. They just injured them. And it's weird because the markings, um, it looks like canine, like teeth or like a, like a coyote or something. But it's odd that there is bear scat and everything else in here. So it's kind of like, was it two incidents? It's like weird. Oh, my gosh. Um, I wonder yeah, if they would Yeah, and I had pulled you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. No, I'm just wondering if they would think. If a coyote could look cat-like to them. But, okay, hold on. Um, so tell me, you got to tell me more about this. Was there a okay. bear in there, too? I'm talking to him. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> it gets sorry. confusing. No, it gets confusing. Tell us, honey, was there a bear? I no, I didn't see a bear. I didn't see a big black thing. It was cat-like, and it was one. It was not many. I mean, that could have been his experience. It could have gone fast for him. And maybe there was something else that he doesn't know about because he's only been in heaven just a couple of weeks. Right. Um, but bear scat is very, I mean, bear scat and mountain lion scat, I don't know if they would look alike at all. I mean, pretty much, was it a big pile of bear scat? Um, no. Well, they had the state came out and put a cage, and we did capture a bear. But you know, we can't oh we can't tell if it's the bear. You know, it just and it looks like maybe if you could ask him if they tried to take him over the fence, like because um, some of his remains were outside over the fence, and I don't know yes, if they did. Was yes, to- they did. Yes, they did. So he wasn't trying to get out. They tried to pull him over. Yeah. Yeah. It dragged me. And I see it as being young. I still see it as being a young mountain lion. I mean, and it looks bigger than a bobcat. It does not look like a bobcat. Okay. And does he know how it got over the fence? Did it just climb over? (laughs) It climbed over. Oh, there's another okay. bear that says something. We're almost out of time. You got to call back next week because I want to talk more. You know what you should do is send me more pictures of your, for next week, send me more pictures of the goats because I'd like to talk to the other ones too and see what they saw, you know? because yeah, they're those, terrified. Some of live, they must be because whatever yeah, it is might come back. Well, yeah, because we just put an electronic fence up, and he attacked three other ones, whatever it is. And, Laura, I had called you um, a couple, about a month ago about a lost dog, and then you had said that you don't do lost dogs, and she's still missing. And I'm trying to, I'm putting two and two together. I'm wondering if she got lost, taken too. Yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just so disturbing. And, you know, poor Kalispell, I mean, oh, he must have I just had such a painful painful death you know it's just okay then he says he's more worried about the other one he's okay you know what i have got to go because it's the end of the show but okay send me more pictures because i want to talk to them more and we're going to get to the others okay i'm going to do that next next week i'll call you then and i'll get some pictures going on on your facebook but i do really appreciate it thank you bonnie Okay, thank you. Have a good night. All right, hey, thank you. everybody. Bye. Well, you, that is to be continued. Bonnie, Stormy's got words of wisdom now. You got to be quick. Your words of wisdom. Tell everyone to protect your animals. Well, what about you, Mickey? My cat is on my chest right now coming. Mickey, you want to say happy Halloween? Words of wisdom. Love your animals and they'll know it. All right, everybody, check out thepetpsychic.com for more information.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.